Welcome to episode three of Early Stoppage. This is your host, Derek Moody, and on today's episode, I got to speak to LFA heavyweight Juan the Kraken Adams. Now, Juan Adams can be seen on July 31st fighting on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series against Sean T. Now, we went all over the place in this interview, and it was a great conversation. We got to talk about his upcoming fight with Sean Teed, potential fight with Greg Hardy, what he thinks it takes to get into the UFC, and what the future holds for him. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Joining me now is the Kraken Juan Adams. Welcome to Early Stoppage. Oh, what's up, man? All right, so we're going to do this interview a little bit different. So to start this off, we're going to start with some random questions to get to know the person behind the fighter. Awesome. Sounds good. First off, what's your pet peeve? Uh, my pet peeve is, uh, it's different with these people, like, but uh, it's, it's probably lying in general, uh, but with chicks, it's especially just like, just lying. Yeah, lying in general, just my pet peeve. It's an insult to my intelligence, you know? Uh, what's your current obsession or addiction? Like some people, it's Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for me, uh, I would definitely say my current obsession is uh, is my hair, for sure. Uh, uh, current addiction is definitely chocolate. It's hard uh, having trouble getting on, getting off of it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Ooh, man. Yeah, that is a tough one. I'm going to have to go with ooh, Tarzan. Tarzan is my favorite movie. What's the last movie you watched? Uh, playing It Cool. It's a chick flick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite genre of music? Oh, man. Um, I'd have to go... Oof, late 90s, early 2000s hip-hop. Uh, what's the last song you played? Uh, it's actually, it's going to be a little embarrassing, but uh, what's your fantasy about Ludacris? <laughs> okay, okay. Do you listen to current hip-hop? I, uh, I try not to, honestly, uh, but there's a couple. Like, if it comes through... And I like it if one of my the high schoolers I coach plays a song and I like it, I'll, I'll shazam it and download it. <laughs> uh, you said you liked uh, 90s hip-hop. Uh, who's your favorite uh, rapper from the 90s era? Ooh, uh, definitely Ludacris. Ludacris is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite quote? Oh, man. Favorite quote? Probably from a song, uh, from uh, so from that song from that song Jack and Diane. It goes, uh, "Life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone." It's a favorite quote right there. Do you have any phobias or fears? Oh well, uh, a lot of chicks would say vulnerability is my fear, but I think my biggest phobia is definitely spiders. I know you play basketball in your spare time. Are you a Rockets fan? Yeah, I'm a huge Rockets fan. I'm uh, still hurting. Still hurting from <laughs> earlier this week, but it's life, you know. Okay, do you think Harden gets the MVP or do you think LeBron takes it? 
I think Harden gets it. I think LeBron deserves it. And who's going to win the finals? I want, I really want Cleveland to win it, but I think Golden State takes it. Now, I know you had a tryout with the WWE. Yep, yep. Did you grow up watching wrestling? I did, and uh, I got away from it probably 2010. Or, no, it was about 2008 when I really stopped watching it. I'm starting to get back into it now. I really like uh, what they're doing with NXT and stuff uh they have some really good superstars but i don't really follow it all that much i like i like the acrobatics but that's about it okay did you have a favorite wrestler growing up uh yeah my favorite uh was actually john cena and um, i also like eddie guerrero a lot cool so that'll break up our little randomness right there so how did you get into mma uh that's really funny i always Watch. I started watching it by my senior year of high school, and um, I knew I was wrestling in college at that point. So, you know, I started doing. I took like used to take kickboxing classes for cardio and stuff. Uh, between it was like my junior year of college. Um, after uh, during the summers, just not to get super fat, and then I did. Uh, at my college, you're required to take. Um, take certain PE class and you have to take combative uh, PE classes. It was a military college. So I took boxing and then I took our combatives class, which was derivative of Gracie Jiu Jitsu. Um, and so I would just come and I would do some grappling classes here or there, but I had an NFL tryout after college. And once I found out it was about, it was January of 2016 when I found out that or December of 2015, January of 2016, where they were like, oh, we want you to wait another year. And I decided, screw it, I'm going to just try and fight. And so <laughs> I started going to the sparring classes. Uh, you know, I, I, I was just a wrestler at that point. Um, probably after my second amateur fight is when I got a striking coach, and my game just took off from there. Now, did you, uh, did you grow up watching mixed martial arts? Yeah, yeah, so I watched a lot of it, and um, I always, like, had my own little philosophies about it and uh, my own theories when I watched other people fight and things like that. And I always thought it was something I could do. The biggest thing for me was, was going to be the weight cut. I mean, I hadn't walked around. I hadn't been 265 since I was, like, 15 years old. So, uh, like, so I didn't know if I was going to be able to make the weight, but – I do, so. What are you walking around at right now? Uh, right now, I'm fluctuating between 290 and 295. Um, you know, normally, I try and walk around no heavier than 292, but we're coming off of a strength-building phase, so I got a little bit more muscle on me than I normally would right now. Uh, we're going to see if that makes the weight cut any easier, uh, if it increases my basal metabolic rate at all, so. Okay. Are you working with a nutritionist at all? Yeah. So my strength and conditioning coach is actually, um, he's getting his degree right now. I think he's got like six credits or something left. And, uh, but he's double majoring in, um, in human nutrition as well as, uh, I don't know what the formal name of it, but like the formal name of personal training he's, he's doing in, uh, with a base in, um, 
and movement and athletics and all that. So smart dude. <laughs> are you still doing the bulk of your training down at Paradigm or are you still, are you doing a split training camp? Uh, I do most of my, my stuff at, I do my sparring at Paradigm. Um, most of my grappling I actually do on my own. Um, I have guys come in and we do that. I just came back from Denver uh, earlier last, uh, later last week. So and I do my striking over at the Fight Lab uh, down in Katy. So I do a split camp and uh, my strength and conditioning is at a different gym altogether also. Did you feel a big adjustment from amateurs to pro or does it just feel like one seamless transition? Uh, it, it was really one seamless transition. The biggest difference for me is uh, obviously the amount of interviews and stuff I do. I have more attention on me, obviously, now that I'm pro. But in terms of, you know, pressure or anything, I, mean, I do feel a little bit more pressure going into fights now, but I handle it pretty well. So You posted the other day that in seven fights between pro and amateur you have 18 minutes and 54 seconds of fight time yeah <laughs> that's literally just over one full length fight <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know if that's really sunk in with all your fans if they really understand that yeah yeah that's about the equivalent of almost four rounds of sparring so <laughs> yeah so now, coming into this fight, are you doing anything different with this training camp? Because this, is, this fight is the difference between you reaching your ultimate goal, which was getting to the UFC. Yeah, yeah. so um, we are doing things a little bit differently. I'm, uh, I'm actually quitting my job um, after this week, really. So next week will be my last full week at my job. Uh, the following Wednesday is my last day. And... From there, we've always done, uh, we always aim to try and get two to three training sessions in a day. Um, but now we're actually going to sit down and have a schedule and, you know, schedule the days for strength and conditioning versus sparring versus jujitsu versus boxing or kickboxing. So it's a lot more regimented this time around. Uh, we're tightening up the nutrition. Obviously, I'm already leaner than I've been uh, at this weight ever, really. So we've, uh, we're changing up a, a lot of things, and we're, hope, we're already starting to see a little bit of results. We're hoping to see more. So Now you trained with several UFC heavyweights. How's that experience been for you? I mean, it's been great. I, it's proven to me that I'm, I'm at the level that I need to be at, and there's nobody that's going to really push me until I'm in the UFC. So that's where... <laughs> It, it's been huge for my confidence, and it shows me how good I really am. Now you're coming up on your eighth fight in under two years. Assuming you're injury-free, is this the, the, a pace you want to continue to fight at? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love, I, I love the pace I'm at. Uh, it's funny because, like, I was fighting actually more frequently, and then I, I was taking, like, I'll take – do three fights and they have me lay off for like three or four months and I'm like nah man I want to I want to keep going you know I'm trying to get paid you know <laughs> so uh, yeah so as long as I stay injury free and you know they can keep finding opponents yeah I want to keep it keep it up how and when did you find out that you'd be on Dana White's contender series uh, I was actually um I was at an LFA fight uh and Mick Maynard showed up and he pulled me aside and talked to me 
And he goes, hey, I want to get you on the Contender Series. And I had actually just been talking to LFA's matchmaker about setting up my next fight. Because I was like, man, I, I need an opponent. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get signed. Let's go. And so I went out to, to Mick, and we started texting back and forth. And then my manager started texting him. And my manager calls me on my way to the gym. Uh, and he goes, hey, uh, does July 31st sound good? And I go, yeah, they have an opponent yet. And uh, after that sparring session, he calls and tells me the name of my opponent. He asks, like, what do you think? And me, I always say yes. Like, I'm down. I go, yeah, let's do it. And uh, so they set it up. I signed the contract, and we're good to go. How often are you sparring leading up to your camp, like leading up to a fight? It, it's weird. Um, like, when I say – when I do full sparring – Full sparring, I probably do twice a week, right? Um, but within each training session, there's, like, miniature sparring. So there will be days where, uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm so high, I'm, you know, at a higher level than most people. So when I'm sparring with them, I'm not really – I'm going maybe 15%, 20%, and I might be working one thing that time. They don't know what I'm working. They're, they're trying – to go their hardest against me and I'm working one thing. And so, uh, but in times where like, where we're both going the same percent, that's maybe three times a week and on my most active week, most of the time is twice a week. Now on July 31st, you'll be facing Sean Teed on the Contender Series. Both of you are grapplers with the 100% finishing rate. How do you see this fight going? Uh, I mean, I see, uh, him trying to do what he always does and it not working and <laughs> me finishing the fight. You know, that's, that's what I do. Um, honestly, I think I either knock him out on the feet or, you know, he tries to pull me on top and I just smash his face in. So <laughs> Normally he's trying to drag his opponents to the floor, you know, to play to his strengths, but you being a grappler as well, I was wondering if you think he might want to try to stand and strike. Uh, I mean, either way works for me. I'm, he's never gone against somebody that's as good a wrestler as I am, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he cannot take me down. Uh, <laughs> Have you been taken down yet? No, I've, uh, I've never been taken down in MMA. Um, <laughs> Do you think this fight will make it to the second round? Uh, you know, I, I kind of hope it does, you know, so... Uh, I don't want Dana thinking I don't have a gas tank or anything. So. <laughs> Especially with your short amount of fight time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, some people say they've only been to the fourth round or third or fourth round in however many fights. I mean, my fights total have barely gone <laughs> three yeah, rounds. Yeah. So. <laughs> Assuming you and Greg Hardy successfully win in the contender series and get UFC contracts. It's likely you'd meet up in the UFC with, you know, um, a short career that you guys have. How do you think you match up against him? I think if Greg Hardy and I were to fight, I would end his career. That's, uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. He's fine. I mean, you got to look at the statistics here. His opponents have been like 44, 42, and what, like 37, I think. Yeah, and yeah, you can say he's finishing them quick, but is, I mean, I, you look at his fights, he relies on his athletic ability. Um, that's, he's almost 30, so that's going to start declining pretty soon. And, he, I mean, he hasn't fought anyone. You know, the last, I, his last opponent, I guess you could say, was legit. But 
he's never fought someone of my caliber and definitely not someone that knows how to do anything. I think if I were to literally just walk straight forward to him and just say, I'm going to take you down, there's nothing you'd be able to do about it. So I'm, uh, I really don't think that fight ends well for him. But if they want to make it, like, that's, I'm down, you know. How often do you watch MMA? Are there certain fighters that when they're fighting, you're like, I have to watch this guy fight? Or do you not watch it at all? I mean, I watch it, but I watch it as, uh, you know, I watch it to see if anyone's doing anything different that I might be able to add to my game plan. There's no one that I sit down and I'm like, I have to watch. Obviously, my, my teammates, guys that are managed by the same guy as me, um, yeah, I watch them. So I watch Curtis Blades, you know. And uh, if one of my friends is fighting, I watch that. But <laughs> there's never a time where, like, I, I change my day to go watch the fights. It's one of those things that, oh, there's fights tonight. You got a group. Yeah, let's, we'll go Twin Peaks or we'll go somewhere and we'll watch the game, watch the fight. Speaking of Curtis Blades, he was 5-0 and when he got called up to the UFC. You have a chance to get called up at 4-0 if you win this July. How's that feel? Oh, uh, man, that feels great. My manager and I were just talking about this. You know, it's, it's definitely happened faster than uh, either of us expected. Um, but I'm grateful for it, and I intend on fully seizing this opportunity and just going, um, you know, I don't care if it would be – obviously, if Greg Hardy wins and gets called up, that will be a record. But if he doesn't, and I do, then I'm pretty sure that's some kind of record. So uh, I'm just – do you feel that Greg Hardy is in this position because of his name? Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. Uh, he's got draw power, and that's all it is. I feel once people start to see my persona, my interviews, the way I carry myself, everything that is me, uh, it's just going to set off a chain of events, and it's going to snowball. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm waiting for. So, for me, it's not really a question of if, more so when. And I know I'm going to be a megastar. So, yeah, his, he's got a name right now. But by the time it's us two or if we ever do fight, it's, it's going to be all about me. So I'm not worried about How can people stay in touch with you on social media? Uh, Instagram is probably the best way to do so. Uh, Chosen1285. Twitter also, yeah, you can. It's the same username, and I've got a fan page on Facebook, Juan the Kraken Adams, and um, that's it. I'm pretty active on there. I have a couple different admins that look at each of those pages. So if I don't answer, one of them will, and they'll let me know, and I'll get back to everyone as soon as I can. Hey, well, I appreciate you being on the show today, and I wish you, you know, the best of luck on July 31st. So hopefully, you can achieve your dreams and get to the UFC. All right, thanks, man. Okay, and that wraps up today's episode with Juan the Kraken Adams. Till next time, peace.